With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's something about Germany. Why I made mean, the curators thick of the Hollywood French community. How you feeling? This is another great episode of Observations. Hashtag Observations TFR by Crazy D. That is Observations TFR by Crazy D with my special guest host, my sister, Tanya M. Congress. Let's check out the mic. Let's make sure everything is rolling correctly this morning. How you feeling this morning? I am doing all right. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? All right. We got a thumbs up. You can hear me. Well, people, here we are Tuesday, the second day of the weekend. It seems like these weeks just fly by, especially since we began this broadcast. It the weeks just fly by, the days fly by, and just as much as we're bringing you information, I enjoy the information that I get, and I, I personally plan on going back and binge watching all of the episodes that we've done. You know, that might be considered a little vain to some of y'all, a little arrogant. That's not the purpose that I'm doing. I look in the mirror all day anyway, so I wouldn't need to turn on a broadcast to see myself <laughs> on the camera. <laughs> That's just how it is. I got that from my mom. My mom used to, uh, it was hilarious. She used to sit um, in the the uh, in the chair against the wall by where we have, we have a microwave cart that would have been behind her. And she used to sit in that chair and we had mirrors on the wall that would face her when, when you're sitting in that chair, or either chair, the mirrors are facing you. So she used to study herself. She used to look in the mirror sometimes. And she'd sit there and look for me, and she'd be like, that's a fine-looking woman right there. <laughs> it wasn't like she was lying. It wasn't like she was lying. She was telling the truth. And so now I find myself doing the same thing, and that same truth resides. <laughs> That's for those of y'all who got a little hating spirit, you know. You got a little hating spirit. I'm gonna exacerbate that. But anyway, <laughs> this morning is a good morning. I have my my bowl of frozen pineapple and frozen strawberries. Let's see if you can see it. See, I like ice. I'll sit there and eat a whole glass of ice, whole big old glass of ice. So I like ice and I like popsicles and stuff like that. So I said, well, we can make this a healthier alternative by making it the frozen fruit and of course in this small section here if you can see it i have ginger fresh ginger 
gotta bring it over here so you can see it so fresh ginger i don't want to tip it and spill out the fruit but that's part of what we're going to be talking about today healthy things i don't want to give it away but if you see the topic you can see pretty much where we're going how are you doing this morning d I am doing as well as can be expected under the circumstances. We are in full-blown. We are in full-blown herd immunity, and we're going to be getting to that today. You know, some people don't know what we're in right now, but I'm in my oatmeal with apples, some fruit, mixed fruit in it, and some cashews. My producer, my wife, put mm. cashews in this morning with it. Yesterday it was almonds, mm -hmm. so it's always a change of taste. I appreciate her. So, mm -hmm. with a little cinnamon, mm -mm -mm. always good. Anyway, people, let's get going. Smash. Mm, I'm talking with my mouth for Smash the share button. Smash the like button. Make sure you subscribe. We want to shout out to all of the people who are watching us on Periscope, Vimeo, FB, and of course, the Film Review Life channel on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe on all of those platforms. Subscribe to us. Like us. Friend us so you can stay up on what's happening when we come on live. Go over to the Film Review Life channel and go to hashtag Observations TFR and you'll be able to watch all of the episodes. Make sure you, you subscribe, share, 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 like, tag your people on Facebook, on Vimeo, on Periscope. What is the topic for today? The topic today who w period h period o period who got hurt the world health organization in our opinion lies right the health the world health organization who lies right everyone's beginning to panic Due to it appearing the plans, Trump pushed first, shut down, and now open up the American economy during the novel coronavirus COVID-19 global pandemic is not only paying dividends, but appears to have been be the correct course of action since the WHO. World Health Organization has come out to say shutting down is bad for the children, for the society, and for a country's economy. They have come out and said that shutting down is bad for the children, for the society, and for a country's economy where are all the people at smash the share button because we are going to be going to town we're going to start with some memes this is going to lead into 
laying the rubber, dropping the rubber, placing the rubber, rolling the rubber on the road, right? As we take you on this journey. Who got hurt? The World Health Organization lies. Smash the share button, smash the like button, connect all your people in because this is gonna be a journey. What do you have to say so far before we get started with some memes? Now, the World Health Organization lies. The question then becomes, why do they lie? Why do they lie? And see, as we've been moving along here, this has been progressively, I'm thinking about some things that I spoke last year and I'm watching um, by way of this broadcast and the, the subject matter and stuff that we're covering. This is moving right into things that I may not have had detail about, but now I'm seeing the details unfold. The World Health Organization, the World Health Organization, right? So this means that this is the health organization that has the interest of the entire world in mind. And we understand that we have um, pharmaceutical industries, we have medical industries that are all tied and connected to the advice given by this organization, right? By the advice and counsel given by this organization, which is supposed to be an expertise of trends and things to keep the world healthy, right? However, we understand that the pharmaceutical industry and the medical industry are cash cows, correct? So when we speak of lying by the World Health Organization, they are a voice that people would tend to listen to because they, they, they're in a hierarchy. They sit high. They, it would seem that they would be an authority on world health. They are the world, world Health Organization. So you would think, you would assume that they would be an authority on what's best for the world and how things are moving and based on their observations, which is from a higher seat than ours, right? Being privy, privy to more information and more inside scoop than us, right? So it still goes down to why would they lie? Anywhere there's big money, and big bucks there's your why there's your why and if there's anyone within that organization that's on the uh imaginary hidden payroll of any of the parts of the lesser industries then what you have is corruption and where you have corruption you're gonna always have lies and guess what once again we as people are the ones that have to bear the brunt of whatever fallout comes from that so we must educate ourselves i want to say good morning to some people who are watching on fb good morning to tracy latrice and good morning to stereo what's going on he called in yesterday he says for business and money big pharma that's right, that's what he said. For business and money and big pharma. That's what uh, Stereo has said. So let's begin with some memes this morning. Remember, we talked about Frederick Douglass yesterday, the Frederick Douglass affair. And we're not gonna go back. You have to go back and watch this episode because we're on episode 36 
who got hurt, the World Health Organization lies. And this is the first meme right here. Uh, connecting yesterday to today, because you have to know what you did yesterday to know what you're doing tomorrow or what is tomorrow, which is the future, which is now, which is today. Dear anti-black right supporters, these black people do not speak for black people. Dear anti-black rights supporters, let me rephrase this. Dear anti-American black rights supporters, these American black people do not speak for American black people. <laughs> well, actually, some of them have some immigrant background, but that, that's for another time, for another show. However, remember what it was, remember what our question was, can someone who trusts white people be trustworthy? So we'll just leave that right there. You have to go back and watch episode 35. That's a plug for episode 35, which is the Frederick Douglass affair. Make sure you go back and watch that. We dropped a lot of information. Now, in that vein, let's keep moving forward as we lay the rubber to the road. Smash the share button. Smash the like button. Tag people in it. Share this. Let people know that we are on because we are bringing information. If, here's another meme. If race don't matter, take it off job applications, credit applications, and rental applications. If race don't matter, take it off job applications, credit applications, and rental applications. You know, a lot of people talk about identity politics. What they're talking about is race identity politics. They just took race off the front of it. And they say that a lot of people deal, who are fighting, quote unquote, the power, deal in identity politics. Well, if there is no need for race or, or to have an identity, then you should take race off of job applications. What you got to think about that real quick. <laughs> yeah. Um, the same as putting a stupid statement like, have you been convicted of a crime, a felony crime in the last seven years or including misdemeanors? But in the parentheses, admission to uh, conviction in no way impairs uh, the or hinders the ability to be in or influences being hired for the job. Well, then why do you have the question on there? It's the same thing. I'm really exasperated after being on Earth 54 years and coming into awareness starting in my my very early years into some type of awareness that I didn't understand, and then moving into the workforce and educational system and all of these different systems, I'm quite exasperated with the insult to the intelligence of people. When you say race doesn't matter, then let's 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 implement policies and stuff that take race off as a identifier. 
if it doesn't matter so now we have i don't know is affirmative action still popular i don't know i don't think it was ever, it ever really uh, with the exceptions of corporations that was being uh, looked at in under the spotlight or microscope i don't think that affirmative action was really anything that ever really took root in fairness it just had just enough just enough specks of pepper in the salt shaker to make the quota so i don't think that it ever was a big deal so if it doesn't matter absolutely right take it off credit applications rental applications if it doesn't matter people should be uh as martin luther king said solely judged on the content of their character now let's try that one on if you try that one on many of the people giving you the applications wouldn't fare well if you want to talk about character so yeah that's how i feel about that one all right let's keep moving here let's go here's one that is interesting this is what you call conflation now we talked about conflating when we did the show on donald trump versus biden and showing the two plans and we gave definitions about conflation. This is conflating history, a moment in history and time to try to get people to slippery slope into believing what the person is saying. And maybe they don't even know that they're doing slippery slope and conflation. Imagine being a German person in the 1930s and saying, I don't hate Jews. And I have nothing against them, and I am a nice person, but I believe Hitler is doing great things for the economy, even though I don't <laughs> condone everything he say, he still has my vote. First of all, the person <laughs> writing this is well-meaning, but to a person outside of the Jewish religion, Using the word Jew or Jews is the insult towards Jewish people. So automatically off the top, the, the Anti-Defamation League will come down on you for even saying the word Jew because only Jews can say Jew, kind of like only N can say N. Only Africans can say Cap. You know what I mean? In, in all, in all, in all honesty, right, right. So let, let's continue. So really, automatically uh, wrong, automatically, right. That is what every Republican sounds like. Let me bring it, bring it uh, in so you can see it. Let me bring it down some so you can see, so I can read the rest to you, so you can see it. That's what every Republican sounds like who supports Trump. Okay, okay. We have to get to breaking some things down and this is conflation. If you would, if you would, Tanya, would you look up what the Jewish community owned in Germany before Nazi Germany came to power? This is very important. This is very important when people make these statements, they have to really look at the history and see where some German people were coming from who 
took up the Nazi banner, right? We are just coming off of a World War One. The economy was down all the way. It went through a Great Depression. And when America went through the Great Depression, after coming out of World War One, had went through a pandemic in 1918, 1919. And then it went into going into the Great Depression. Every year, because economy is built globally, everyone went into an oppression, but the conversation between Germany and America was not there. So then that opened up the way for the Nazis under Adolf. This is just brief history, economic, everything plays a part. Social economics plays a part. Your quote unquote race plays a part. Your economic status plays a part in all this. Your politics plays a part in all this. So what was who what was the Jewish community owning in Germany as immigrants to Germany? Uh, it says here Jewish communities of pre-war Germany uh, that before the Nazi takeover, Germany had a thriving Jewish population with strong community organizations. They lived in Germany since Roman times. That was a long time. They were well integrated into German society. They spoke the language, identified with the nationality, and worked alongside non-Jews. Um, they lived in big cities. Uh, in 1910, 60% of German Jews lived in urban areas with more than 100,000 inhabitants. More than 70% of German Jews resided in cities. Only 10% of German Jews lived in the countryside, while 20% lived in smaller towns. And let's see here. It says that scholars have long understood that more aggressive anti-Semitism repeated economic setbacks and political instability limited Jewish acculturation during the Weimar Republic. In recent years, however, researchers have explored these trends. So basically, they were thriving. So if they were living in 60 and 70 percent of the um, of the communities or the, the the surrounding areas there, they had to own a lot of it. They had to own a lot of it. it doesn't clearly state that here. But they had to own a lot of it if they were there and they were thriving and, and they had to be taken over. So that means to be taken over means that you own something. That's right. Okay, so let's be clear. So let's look at this meme again because they are conflating issues here. They're doing the modern, they're doing the modern feel with what's going on, right? But in actuality, they are a little bit, I'm not gonna say a little bit, they are really off the mark with this meme. Imagine being a German person in the 1930s saying, I don't hate Jews and I have nothing against them and I am a nice person, but I believe Hitler is doing great things for the economy, even though I don't condone everything he says he still has my vote. Now, economy. Now, they don't 
I don't think they really understood when they wrote this because the sentence would have been, the phraseology would have been different. They don't understand. They don't have a concept of history other than conflating right. what's going on today. How much does the illegal immigrant own in the United States? How much does the illegal immigrant, that's not for you to, that's just a rhetorical question. I want to ask mm -hmm. you, how much does the illegal immigrant own in the United States of America? I don't think that um, they own very much. The problem is they have opportunities to own in ways that we don't. That is the problem. There are some illegal, not some immigrants, not illegal, some immigrants that have ownership of things, but they don't own in the majority, but they have uh, a majority of opportunity over us for ownership in ways that we don't. So when you look at this statement, this person is a black person, I don't know, an American black person, and they're writing this on the behalf of immigrants. And ladies and gentlemen, if we have told you enough and have shown you enough about the Biden plan, the immigrants are going to be just fine. It's us that have a problem. Now, when you look at this, who, what does this parallel, if you're looking at how Nazis stripped the Jewish community of their possessions and their power and move them into concentration camps, what does that more mirror than the immigrant coming into the country when Trump says that he wants to, I know, I know, you don't, you're gonna say, oh my God, oh my God, but we have to kick reality to you so that you will realize what's going on so you will have a, a, a understanding, a middle standing, an overstanding of what's going on. What group of people parallel that the parallel what they did to the Jewish people, what they did to a group of people in this country that were starting to build and thrive. And the Germans initially came over to learn how to do this segregation and racism, to take it, to do it to the Tasmanians and then to the Jewish community. Which group of people really mirror this story that the person is telling? It's actually the American black. And the thing is, what's funny about that is that with all of the rhetoric that they, the, the slave owners and post-slavery, all of the rhetoric that they spewed about us being mentally inferior and other uh, preposterous things they said, we defied every lie. We defied every lie and built our own communities. We were self-sufficient, self-sustaining. And they would come in and tear the stuff down. Now, which one is it? Are we mentally inferior? Uh, do we not have the skill, the mental aptness or whatever? Or do we not? Because you keep having to tear our stuff down. And for what reason? Because you know that the mental strength that we have and the fortitude and the intellectual property that we have is superior. Right? So you keep having to tear it down because... 
you cause a a type of disillusionment, a type of discouragement. When you, when a person, a group of people have taken the time, they're not bothering you. They're just building their own and making their own way and taking care of their own self, their own people. And for someone else to come in and completely tear it down, that's dis that's disillusionment. That is discouraging, right? And so, yeah, it mirrors us. It's a takeover. It's a hostile takeover. But we're not, our situation is not seen as the Jews for some reason. It's not seen like theirs. And let me bring this down so I can look at the people real quick before we put the next slide up. Look, if a certain political party has its way, the immigrants are going to come in and do to us, move us out the way like the Germans moved the Jewish community out of the way, stripped them of what they had, made them do this. Now, if you starve out of people, that's genocide too. If you mm -hmm. starve out of people and you don't give them opportunity, that is a form of genocide, right? Mm -hmm. So let's let's keep 213-943-3358. 213-943-3358. Okay. This next meme has to do with the emotional hamster wheel. The emotional hamster wheel that we have to get off. Here we go, people. Now, originally, a few years ago, you know, Hollywood remakes films and they keep remaking film. And originally, about maybe 10 years ago, it was Angelina Jolie that was supposed to play Cleopatra. But you know what they said? They said, oh no, Angelina got those full lips that she got from her father, but that's about it. She got that pale skin. Cleopatra? And they said, no. So guess what, people? In the wisdom of Hollywood, in the wisdom of Hollywood, they have <laughs> gone on and decided to get Wonder Woman. That's right, the woman who played Wonder Woman. Now, Wonder Woman actually was a, actually a good DC comic film, you know, brought to reality. I thought it was great and everything. She was a little light in the, you know, you know, the way black men like. She was a little thin. You know, I was like, wait a minute, that's not uh, Amazon. Amazon's, but anyway, Amazon's were based on America, uh, African, African female tribe that went to, and so she really didn't, but that's another story and another discussion for another time. Anyway, Gail Gadot, I hope I'm uh, pronouncing her name right. I'm not good with, I'm not good with Polish names. I'm definitely not good with Russian names. Boy, we're going to need some genetics for that. And I'm not really good with the Jewish names. Either. So I hope that Gail Gadot is her name. Cast is clear. Patra draws criticism as a very bland-looking Israeli playing the Queen of Egypt. Now, Cleopatra. Cleopatra. She reigned in 69 B.C. Time, if you would, if you would tell us what dynasty that Cleopatra was in, if you would, if you would tell us what dynasty Cleopatra reigned in. 
Um, it is the Ptolemy. I learned a new word today because there's a P. It's spelled P-T-O-L-E-M-Y. Or no, P-T-O-L-E-M-A-I-C. And I learned today from D that that's pronounced Ptolemy. So she was ruler over the Ptolemy dynasty. What racial mixture was she? Now you let's need see to clear here. Some she things was... up so that people will stop being so emotional about things. We have to get off this emotional hamster wheel that we're on. What racial mixture was Cleopatra? Let me see. She was born in Egypt and she traced her family origins to Macedonian Greece and Ptolemy, a Psalter, which is, hang on one second. So part of it was was Macedonian Greece. So she was part Greek. And it looks like the rest of it was Ptolemy, which was part of Egypt. So part Egyptian uh, and part Greek. Okay. Now, what is unique about the Ptolemy or Ptolemaic dynasty is <clears throat> this is the last dynasty it comes in existence in 323 BC this isn't Nefertiti or the time of Imhotep or the time of, of Ramesses the first second third this is not the time Egypt has been conquered and the people who are there are of a mixed people by the time that this dynasty comes in, right? So we want to say that, right? Cleopatra is not, when they say Ptolemaic or Ptolemy, Ptolemy represents that it was a mixed group of people. They were not like the people who were off to the side, the Nubians, or sometimes they call Africans Nubians, or they call them Kush and say Kush represents black. They were not the jet black Sudanese any longer. The Egyptians, when they were drawn out, they moved down to Sudan. You wanna see, you wanna see the Egyptians that you see on the walls? Go to Sudan, that's where they are. So these people are not the people. Now, we're all. Let me. Ahead. I have something else to tell you. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so, um, so she was not. Correction, she was not Egyptian at all. So basically, she was Greek, and but she was adaptive of a lot of the Egyptian customs, and uh, the Ptolemaic line learned the Egyptian language. Now. She was also a product of incest. Her parents were brother and sister, and she turned and married an adolescent brother herself. When we're sitting up here and we're looking at, and plus, you know, as the as the movies go, she was she was splitting it. She was splitting it between two dudes. Like, 
Why are we upset? You know, Caucasians love to deal with these type of mongrel type of stories. So quit being upset with them just representing Cleopatra the way that she should be represented. We should get off the hamster wheel. The decency that was in Egypt in the beginning dynasties and the Ramesses and the first one God and all that is not what we see by the time she comes because Egypt has been conquered and it is not no longer the Egypt of Egypt. Matter of fact, a little later, the Romans come in, they conquer it, they make Alexander, Alexandria after Alexander the Great, and that's when the map makers, there's a term for the map makers, flip the map from right side up to upside down the map we use today. You have to do your research. You have to do your research. The map that they used, they flipped it so that Alexander would be in the north and at the top of the map, and then the, the darker skinned nations would be underneath the European, Greeks, etc., etc. You have to do your research to know this. So get off this emotional hamster wheel about Cleopatra because Cleopatra. For all intents and purposes, she was in Egypt, but Egypt was conquered. Cleopatra is not black, just like, oh, we're getting ready to go. Just like <clears throat> Kumola, Kamala, for those who want to be uh, correct on the pronunciation. I say Kumola because she is Indian and Jamaican immigrant delivered from. She is not American black. And so we should get off the hamster wheel. We're always trying to grasp for things. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> we don't do enough research to realize that the Nefertiti that you wear with the big old crown was a white archaeologist's wife. He had a bus made, took it back there. He was, arch he was an archaeologist. He was excavating, buried it, pulled it out, said, this is Nefertiti, and it looks like his wife, and you have bought that thing, you wear the earrings, and you have not done enough research to know that that is a white woman you're looking at because Nefertiti is on the walls, and she doesn't look like that, and how could you wear a big old hat like that in the middle of the heat? You... We have to get off this hamster wheel. We have to forget about Cleopatra because Cleopatra will be considered a thought. She is a mongrel thought who was spreading eagle between two men. That is reality. Let them have a million different Caucasian women play Cleopatra, starting with Elizabeth Taylor. And what was Elizabeth Taylor really doing? What was she doing? Life. Well, kind of like, kind of, like, but no, we're not gonna sit on the dead, but we're not sitting on the dead, but this is what reality is. So let them have Cleopatra because no one's going to see it because they, they, they're looking at us right now and saying, oh, they're not going to see it. So that'd be something that they'll have, they'll have something to play on one of the 
cable stations, but that's gonna flop like the the gods of Egypt flopped. <laughs> you know, um, that's exactly right. And when I look at this person, she's Israeli. This actress, she's Israeli. She's five ten, so I guess the height was supposed to give her that Amazonic like look. Um, but she's Israeli, so she would fit more of the mold. Then, and this is educational. This is something that people need to hear because we all need to hear this. Because these, we automatically assume that Cleopatra should have browner skin. We automatically assume that. So, and she doesn't. She's this actress right here is looking just like the Cleopatra would have looked when Liz Taylor played her. I think they had some darker makeup on her. I mean, you know, she was still clearly white, but they had put some darker, you know, a little bit of tanning makeup on her for the role. But uh, Cleopatra, now knowing that she married or, or married her, well, she her she was a product of a brother and sister, and then she married her own younger brother, an adolescent. So he was a boy, and she married him. She married a boy. A brother that was a boy So this is speaking to a whole lot of things Because along with those kind of close unions like that Are deficiencies That carry on through the bloodline There are deficiencies So for her, you know, turning out to be a thought It really, because there was no um, There was no boundary In how she was made And how she even came into being There was no boundaries She had no boundaries Is I mean she was just going along with whatever I mean her life was set Her course was set It was deficient She was the Egyptian Topsy She is (laughs) an Egyptian Topsy Let's move on Smash the share button Smash the like button. Make sure you tag your people because we are getting ready. If you thought that was hitting the rubber to the road, we haven't even scratched the surface yet. Let's continue on. Let's go on to this next meme right here. This is a meme. Everybody is uh, anti-you-know-who, right? During 23 years, these three people invaded nine Islamic countries murdered murdered 11 million Muslims and nobody called them terrorists. Wait a minute, let's go back. Let's go back even further. Let's let's go and look at this even further. Let's start with Bill Clinton and the three strikes law that took a lot of black people American black males put them in prison. American black females put them in prison. Assisted by Biden and his wife. Now, if you were against Hillary because of the super predators, well, Biden stood right there on the floor of the Senate and delivered the super predator speech. 213-943-3358. And somehow you're still going to vote for him. But let's move back. Let's move forward. To George W. Bush. W. Does anyone forget Katrina? How are people forgetting Katrina? Do do our lives matter that little that you all of a sudden, because you don't like Donald Trump, then you're saying that this guy is a good guy. 
he killed the people in war over assume this is our observation you can go research our opinion over a vendetta over the person talking about they were gonna get his daddy and in the meantime and in between time you kill up people and when you were needed most to be president when you were needed most to be president for american black people you Abandoned the American black people did a flyover, not a land, until way afterwards. The French were out there with their ships, said we will take them on out there in the Gulf. And America, the American government said no, and it was headed by him, and the people died. People died and were displaced and basically used as chattel in other places for employment. Do the research. But you like this guy now. Neither one of those two did anything, had any special plans for American blacks. Let's go forward. Let's go to President Barack Obama. Oh, I know you're not going to want to hear this. You're not going to want to hear this. President Barack Obama for American blacks was no better than the other two for us. I know Bill Clinton was supposed to be the first black president because he came on Arsenio Hall. He wore 15 size shoe and he played the saxophone. There's been plenty of um, uh, uh, Euro Caucasian Americans that can put on the black face. And I'm going to leave that right there. Put a pin there. Now, here comes President Barack Obama. Half and half, not American citizen half black, but Kenyan half black. The other one is Kansas, living in Hawaii. When they were killing, unfortunately, people, if you do the research, you will find that there were more American blacks killed under Obama than there has been in the first four years of Donald Trump. Unfortunate. It's unfortunate, but he did nothing. He signed no executive orders. He got up there when you go back and listen to the speeches and I caught on to him like midway the first term. I said his speeches he talks something but then they wind, it's phraseology and they wind around and they really say nothing. They say this is this and that is that. Where's the solution? No solution. He was no better for the other three. He killed Gaddafi and what was Gaddafi doing Gaddafi was starting to create the framework to make Africa not a continent, but a country, one country with states, not a continent with various countries. That's what he was doing, and they did the job on him, and Gaddafi thought because Barack Obama was a quote-unquote black man, he opened up his country, and when he opened up his country and came and spoke at the UN Assembly, that's when they got in and they were able to infiltrate and get people to go against him, and they shot him. They stuck the gun up his rectum and pulled the trigger. That is a disgrace before God. Do your research. None of these men are worth shh, ain't worth snit to American blacks or blacks around the world. So let's move on.
Let's move on to the next meme. Disgusting. That he has the nerve to say now that that's the only thing that he regrets is the killing of Gaddafi. Oh man. A modern country brought to rubble, brought back to the Stone Age. A man that was about African people. Now they run slavery from out of Libya. There was no slavery when Muammar Gaddafi was in power. Mm. Only talks of unity, disgusting, and you don't know the history, and you're on this uh, emotional hamster wheel, and you don't see how it works. Each area has to work for themselves to get themselves free from it then be able to come together and build that utopia. But if you keep letting the leaders in different places get killed or get co-opted, and you think that these people are good because you don't like a man that's in office now, they would kill you. And the one and the segregationists, in our opinion, our observation, that could possibly win this presidency is going to put the pedal to the metal to finish up what he did, to finish up his legacy before he walks away. You can guarantee that. You got to know. We talked about the different types of racists. You need to know the type. Go back and watch our shows. Which brings us to this. What are friends really good for? What are friends for but to pee in your drink, in the water that you drink? That you drink from? What good are friends but to pee in the water that you drink? You see, you're making friends. Do There was a meme on the last show. Do not trust American blacks who trust Euro-American whites or trust Euros, Europeans. Do not trust them because what good is a friend for? What are friends for but to pee in your water? I'm going to let you think about that one for a minute. The, the main thing that sustains you that you need uh, to quench your thirst and your water is constantly being pissed in. Okay, here's one, people. Here's one that I thought was extremely interesting. California judge rules inmates owed $1,200. That's that $1,200 stimulus payment. The CARES Act did not specifically prohibit payments from being sent to these individuals who are incarcerated. And you know what party is going to step in and try to kill this? I predict, I predict the party that will go in and try to kill this. And of course, the Republicans will go along with it will be the Dems. That's right, because they didn't want to put the stimulus out in the first place. You need to do the research. You need to know what's really going on and get off the emotional hamster wheel. Now, we haven't even began to hit the rubber to the road yet, but this is hard hitting already. Smash the share button, smash the like button because we are going there, right? 
Columbus Day was yesterday, and we purposely didn't talk about Columbus Day yesterday because we don't celebrate Columbus Day around these parts. 1492, he was coming, he was seeing people that look like me and my sister. Not the $5. That's another story for another time. 1492, right? The Tainos as they call them, Indians. In 1492, the Tainos found Columbus lost at sea. They should have left him lost at sea. Should have lost him, yeah. They should have left him lost at sea. And then we wouldn't have all of this, these lies today. Now, let, let, let's keep moving forward because we're getting ready to hit the rubber to the road. But we got to get through these things. All of these memes are to help you get off that emotional hamster wheel. Now, here we go. Here's one that's supposed to get you supercharged. All of these racists out here. Now, there are some good Europeans. There's some good Euro-Americans. And, you know, these over here ain't so good. And, you know, right here, people. Proud Boys support. Proud Boys supporter warns of civil war if Donald Trump loses election. Now, we told you in previous episodes <laughs> that the, the vote was going to be the accelerant. We told you all of this is coming out. We told you that two weeks ago. And this, uh, this meme is just now coming out. This slide is just now coming out. We told you that two weeks ago, but what we also told you was that the anarchist side and the accelerationist side, they're the accelerationist side. And the anarchist side, the Black Lives Matter that is co-opted. Now, let, let me be clear because there are some people who are good-hearted out there who are uninformed American blacks who think that Black Lives Matter is what the shirt says, the hashtag says, and they're out there doing their thing, so I don't come down on them, but we showed you the difference in our video presentation. Matter of fact, we have a video presentation today. Smash the share button produced by yours truly. You know, I take my credit. Smash the share button. Look. These two have come together in Utah and said they're not racist and they have combined. Where does that leave the people that are in the middle of the triangle along with the force, the state force, the patty rollers, the police? Where does that leave people? And what did we say about that? You need to go back and watch that episode where we break it down to you. All of this is coming in the news cycle. We are on pace just like TFR. Just like hashtag TFR Podcast Live. It's always two to three weeks, maybe even a month before they start to talk about what we talk about on our the film review, movies, music, culture, politics, society podcast. It comes on on Sundays at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern on the Film Review Live channel. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Go back and watch the previous episodes because we drop information that is important that will help you live. Help you more than survive, but live through this. And we have some information we're getting ready to bring you. So smash the share button on 
Hashtag observations TFR on episode 36. We haven't even hit. We, we how much information? How much information? How much important information have we brought already that probably people didn't know already? And we haven't even hit the rubber to the road yet. How much information have we done? 70 hours. Not including today's broadcast. So 70 hours. Do you understand how much information that is? 70 hours? That's like enrolling in a college course towards a degree and you need so many credits. The average college course is what? 12 credits? 12 credit hours? And so you're talking about 70 hours. The average, I think, associate's degree is 52 credit hours in a particular field so you're talking about 70 hours so these broadcasts have been taking you to school guarantee over half of it over 50 percent you didn't know if that much that's being generous over 50 percent you didn't know 70 hours man let's keep going for it now this right here came from off of lovecraft and we've told you that if you haven't been watching Lovecraft, you are missing great episodic television. But this is a strong image about Tulsa, Oklahoma, 1921. See, when they tell you about Tulsa, Oklahoma, they talk about how they destroyed it. But when you watch this episode where they went back to 1921, Tulsa, Oklahoma, because his father grew up in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Black Wall Street. And they go back and tell you the story and you usually would think that black people were just being massacred and massacred and they weren't fighting back, but they were fighting back. But when you bring in an airplane and you start dropping firebombs, what can you do? The air attack was, you know, something that could not be overcome. Okay. This is a powerful image to let you know that we have never been a docile people. There have been people who have been the ones who have kicked the rhetoric, but there's always been others who were ready at all times to get it on, armed, and popping. And so you have to know that in your history to even love yourself, I see, because most people think that people were just sitting down and giving it over and, and not trying to fight because that's how they made you in the movies. Actually, if you research, it was the Native American that was docile after capture, after being captured. And you have to realize that. But they have put us in a brainwashing. You have to get off the hamster wheel. It shouldn't be any reason why people aren't Stepping into people verbally at least, stepping into Biden verbally at least, and saying, What are you doing? You stepped into Hillary Clinton verbally, and he sat right there on the Senate floor. But go back and watch our previous episodes one through 33, 34, now with 35, right? People will realize one day that Obama did nothing for the American black community except for giving us a great speech and a rendition of Al Green's hits. I so 
in love with you. I don't even know if that's the song. That the, that wasn't the one. That's uh that's the other one. Well, I forget what he did with. Let's that's stay together. So, let's stay together. That yeah, was let's it. Stay together. That was, that was it. it. But I mean, it's just garbage, though. Like no one cares about you <laughs> singing or getting. Like, nobody's an amazing, gracious singing. The, you're singing a song of a man that owns slaves. Get out of here, man. This is a great idea. Remove it from the documentation. Uh, okay, so let's keep moving. That, that that comment came from Tracy Latrice. Let's keep moving here. Here we go. All right. Black folk out here falling back in love with plants, gardening, meditating, using crystals, eating healthy, calling ancestors, setting boundaries, being mindful, checking energy, supporting each other, building businesses if y'all aren't peeping this evolution. That's a beautiful meme. It's well written. It's 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 poetic in its nature without rhyming. It's a, I wouldn't call it a limerick because it's not rhyming, but the pacing of it as you read it in full heartedness black folk out here falling back in love with plants gardening meditating using crystals eating healthy calling ancestors setting setting boundaries being mindful checking energy supporting each other building businesses if y'all aren't peeping this evolution right evolution look up evolution real quick tanya and tell us the definition of what evolution is if you would if you would tell us what evolution is real quick look up evolution 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 is this gave me something else hold on Evolution, people. Evolution. Yeah. It's really funny. It's, uh... Okay. Okay, evolution. It is a theory in biology postulating that the various types of plants, animals, and other living things on Earth have their origin in other pre-existing types and that the distinguishable differences are due to modifications and successful generations. The theory of evolution is one of the fundamental keystones of modern biological theory. Successful generation. See, you might think if you're on that emotional hamster wheel that they haven't been successful generations. And just like Seeley says in the color purple, I'm still here. No matter what it is, I'm still here. I made you gave your hardest, your roughest, your best of being evil, trying to what and we're still here. So that is success in itself. And we produce the culture that is the culture of the United States. We are the culture of the United States and it permeates across the world. There are no people that come here that do not pick up and listen to what we do and try to emulate what we do. We are it. 
And without us, this will be none. And this is what it is. So successful, yes. Are we where we should be? Because of our large contribution to be kind. Contribution? No. But that's on us. It all hinges on us and what we are willing to take and what we are not willing to take and what we are willing to abstain from to get it done. All right, people. So this one right here, this was an interesting one. I saw this one. This came from my sister here and I and I did it down because this is very important. Fasting increases the production of a compound in the nervous system known as brain fertilizer which stimulates the generation of new nerve cells. So to get nerve, to get nerve, you have to meditate in on yourself to build, to build what you need. You got to have time to not be spinning on that hamster wheel, constantly, 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 constantly spinning, letting that electric inertia take you away from having time to fast and meditate to build the nerve to get up and move in a productive way. Smash the share button because we're getting ready finally to hit the rubber to the road. What you got to say real quick? Um, this meme as well as the one before it are very important to realize and we needed to get back to those things because those were the things that were lost and which keeps us on the hamster's wheel. Not having those things actively in our lives is what's kept us pliable and bendable to this uh, ridiculous, it's, it's actually anti-love um, life liberty and the pursuit of happiness what we're going through is an anti-life liberty and pursuit of happiness we're going through an anti-righteousness uh, joy and peace in the spirit of god because we are not connected with the things that god created uh, d and i had this conversation earlier so fasting i'm going to tell you something just a personal testimony one time i went on this fast and this was leading up to the fast it was a three-week it was a three-week process. So the first uh, week, I cut out meats because I was still eating red meat and stuff at that time. I cut out meats and just went to like salads and soups and stuff like that. The second week, I busted down to just fruits and veggies. That last week, it was a whole seven days with no food at all, nothing but water. And when I tell you, when you go on those type of fasts, it feels like... If, if it's anything uh, Imagination that you can have Of being close to Jesus I'm not talking about close to him I'm talking about being as he was You have to realize In his life This is how it, it would say in scripture That he went a day's journey And afterwards he hungered And he saw a fig tree afar off And he's just going to get him a fig And he was ticked off because the, the tree Appeared to have figs and it didn't have any But figs are packed with nutrition You got to look up figs So he hadn't ate for three days So he did He practiced fasting As a life So when he went to eat He went to get something that was packed full of nutrition And that would probably carry him For another few days after that Right 
And so that's the reason because when you go on those kind of fasts, when you you feel like you're literally can lift up off the ground and walk on air. And when you start engaging in spiritual activity during those times, you feel like it's like the power of God is in full effect on the inside of you. And so for me, I had some folk knock on my door (laughs) the day after I came off the fast, they knocked on my door. I was full, nothing but the spirit of God, no distractions. I hadn't had the TV on and stuff. I had done nothing but been in the scripture, been in the scripture, prayer and meditation. That's all I had been doing for seven complete days. And then people came to my door. It was a wrap. It was a wrap. So I'm telling you, this is where we're going to have to, we have to get off of food, having such a importance in our lives. You ever made that statement? Oh, no, I can't. What? Three days with no food, seven days with no food, 10 days to Daniel fast, 10 days with no food, uh, 21 days with no food. If you want to be able to fight this, 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 what we're facing It's going to take mental strategy. It's going to take spiritual fortitude, not getting out marching with guns. That ain't going to get it. You're going to get just like they were in Lovecraft country. They're going to, they're going to send out the national guard and the air raid squad. And you're going to be toast. This has to be fought intellectually and spiritually. And if you tend to yourself, no, no, I can't do that because you too given The Bible says cursed is the man who is given to appetite. That's appetite of any kind. If you give into it, I can't. When you start talking about I can't do something, oh, you toast. Just go on. Look, find some way. Just ask God to take you home now. Just ask him so you can be out of the way and not suck up all the oxygen in the air. Just ask to be taken home now because you're not going to even try to survive. I'm going to even try to survive. All right, people, look. You know, I always tell you, smash the share button. Smash the like button. Share, share, share. Like, like, like. Go over to the Film Review Life channel on YouTube. And smash the subscribe button. Matter of fact, you like what we're doing, go to the Cash App and go to dollar sign TFR Podcast Live. That's dollar sign TFR Podcast Live and smash a few ducats on that on that account there so we can keep on bringing you this information. Listen, smash the share button, smash the like button, tag your people in this because we're getting ready to take you there. It is another presentation edited by yours truly, Crazy D. Listen. There are going to be some people on here that you traditionally do not like because you're on this emotional hamster wheel. We have a luxury because if there's no reparations, it's no vote. So we don't have to be on that emotional hamster wheel and do all this. So there's going to be some people on here that you don't like. Stick through this and listen. Listen. Because there is information and we're only going to bring you the information for American, for the advancement of American black people. And thus and so, the people across the world who are in the black diaspora or diaspora, depending on how you want to put it, now see a tomato, a tomato, potato, potato. 
that way, or for those who want to say African diaspora or aspa. Yes, this information is important to all who share this melanin, even if they don't act like they share the mentality of this melanin of an American black that's about out here fighting it. So smash the share button because this is very important information. We're going to, as we do, come in and give context to what is being said in this commentary. So get ready. Now, the World Health Organization came out and said, don't shut down. It's bad for the health, bad for kids and education and bad for the country, for the society as a whole is bad. Now, who else was saying that when everybody else was calling him a kook and he's crazy and he's killing up people and you don't even realize that we are in herd immunity right now. There are people who are around this. I'm talking about American black people. I watch, I watch what's happening, what's being recorded. All of this is being recorded. And if you, and you're recording your possible own demise. Why are you recording your possible own demise when you're recording, you're going out there, you don't have masks on, you're not social distancing, you are practicing herd immunity and you don't even know it, which means that you're actually practicing the Trump plan and not the Biden plan because Biden said he will listen to the scientists and shut this boy down. And like we've told you before, you want to know what it's like when it's got shut down. Go look at what happened when they shut down New York and how they were passing out masks to the Caucasians and beating the heads of the black folks. Huh? And you are against your own best interest in this, but we're gonna go. So, opening up the economy was the right thing after shutting it down and not shutting it down, opening it back up, shutting it down because you know who's gonna suffer the most? The ones that they are not focusing on, that particular party is not focusing on, and they're going to be focusing on immigrants. We keep telling you, but let's go through this. This is World Health Organization at one of their summits, whatever, wherever it was. I picked it up. I edited it up. I didn't even put his name up. It don't matter. You can find it on the net. He's insignificant other than what he's saying right now that, that brings forth the reality that opening up after a shutdown is the way to go. Here we go. We need to absolutely ensure that as we, if we want to transition back to a steady state with the virus, if we want to reach a point of disease control, we need to put in place the public health architecture. We need a massive investment in our capacity to do surveillance, contact tracing, isolation, and quarantine. We need very good information systems. We need a highly educated, engaged, and empowered communities around the world who understand what to do if they're sick, where to go, have access to a doctor, to a nurse, to testing, to isolation, to quarantine. If we, and at the same time, we strengthen our healthcare system to deal with those who are very sick. Um, and all the while developing new therapies and vaccines to solve this problem uh, once and for all. If we want to reach that, that situation where we can live with this virus, 
uh, and have our economies back on track. We must make those other investments. Did you hear what he said? He said, live with this virus. We have moved past quarantine. We moved past the 15 day quarantine, the 30 day quarantine, the six month quarantine. We have moved into live with the virus, which means that we are in herd immunity. You need to catch up. The, we, we talked about herd immunity way back on the film review, movies, music, uh, movies, music, culture, politics, society podcast. It comes on at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, way back in episode 125. We talked about herd immunity and the media decided to use herd immunity to scare you. But this is where we are. And I can see people practicing herd immunity and they don't even know it. I'm looking at pockets of places that are American black, that they are there, they are partying, there are no masks and people are not getting sick, which means that there has been an immunity built up that if people come in who have the virus or those who have not had it, it's enough immune to not get it. I see people going and having a good time. Some have masks, some don't have masks. When they take pictures, they're all sitting there together real close. There's no six feet, 12 feet, 15 feet apart. They're close like it was just back in 19, uh, 20, and like it's, they're partying like it's 1999, like it's 2019 before the virus hit. It's like the all-star game before the virus hit, right? This is what's going on. And so for you to not see the direction that you should be going in, because like I said, we're not voting because there's no reparations, no vote, we're tired, it's fed up, we're up to here, had it up to here. I'm just a guy. I'm just a guy. I had it up to here. You know what I mean? Gwen Stefani, I had it up to here, okay? 1992. All right, look. All right, so let's continue on with this right here. Got to have a little humor, just a little. As we do that, there will always be the chance. As we lift, uh, and as governments lift shutdowns, lockdowns, as people go back to school, we have to have in place to protect almost the safety nets, the other things in the system that can trigger and maybe in, 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 and, and may happen. Uh, we may have to modulate that. We may have to decide which are the measures we can put back in place, if necessary, to create more physical distance. Uh, and we don't want to end up in a cycle of uh, lockdown followed by release, followed by another lockdown, followed by release. That, that's not the way forward. Way forward to lockdown. The economy is moving in the United States better than any of the other economies around the world. The Jewish economy is taking a hit because they closed down right during their holiday season. They shut down. Like these other places are opening and shedding and opening and shedding. We are in her immunity. <clears throat> we have done enough with the mask. Some people, we, I continue to wear the mask. 
right? I, I wore the mask because it was a thing on here called Desert Fever. I've talked about that in nauseam. Go back and listen to hashtag TFR Podcast Live. We, we talk about it, right? But some continue to wear the mask. Others don't. Some believe. Some don't. The herd immunity is there. I can tell because people are not sick and dropping dead and, and, and people are not turning on their Facebook uh, lives and filming themselves in the hospital talking about, I picked up COVID from partying the other week and I've seen some of them out there every week. <laughs> so let's continue on, right? Let's continue on. And the way to avoid that is we need a transit strategy, transition strategy that gets us back into more control of the virus. We need to get ahead of the virus. And then if we are in control, we can protect our economies. But if we lurch from lockdown to poor control and back to lockdown and back to poor control, that is not what anybody needs right now. The World Health Organization, did you see what happened? They just came out a little while ago and they admitted that Donald Trump was right. The lockdowns are doing tremendous damage to these Democrat-run states where they're locked down, sealed up, suicide rates, drug rates, alcoholism, death by so many different forms. You can't do that. And we got to remember, I said it right at the beginning, the cure cannot be worse than the problem itself can. The cure cannot be worse than the problem, right? So the World Health Organization said, bad for health, bad for kids, education, bad for the country's economies that keep on closing and opening, closing and opening, closing and opening. And what does feeble Biden, in my opinion, feeble Biden, I really don't have any love for him because he, I did not sell dope, but I know people who were out there who I no longer saw on the streets any longer for long periods of time. So I have no love for Feeble Biden and what Feeble Biden has done. I don't have love for his wife. I don't have love for his son. Uh, respect to his son who went to the military. They probably got him on something and gave him some cancer. I don't know. It's just my observation, my opinion. Salute to him for possibly had trying to be the next one to run president. Unfortunately, he's gone. I have no respect for that. I don't have any respect for the counsel that he gave Barack Obama because the information is coming out and the media is not covering it. We may see Barack Obama doing the perp walk. We may see him doing the perp walk. And you are not up on it. And the only thing you're going to see, you're going to be on that emotional hamster wheel and say, oh my God, he's just doing it. A black man just can't come up. You got to stay informed on the information because the people who are the echo chamber are going to tell you something to keep you on that hamster wheel. And you have to get, you have to change the electrical inertia that we created, change it, change your focus your inertia to get off the hamster wheel get out of that mindset that makes you a zombie and get into being a person that has a mind state that can focus on facts analyze shoot catch analyze shoot let's continue on here 
as we go on. Now, like I said, there's going to be some people on there that you don't like, but stay with it because you have to hear this information. We were talking about this that you're getting ready to hear next. We were talking about this back in April, right? They're just now talking about it in the news now. Check this out now. Check this out. Joining me now, Dr. Ramin Asqui, cardiologist, CEO of Foxhall Cardiology. Dr. Asqui, the scientific consensus is now on Trump's side. We're all the mea culpas from the people who are trashing you, me, the president, and all of us who early on said, got to get this country open. Well, I think there's one abiding characteristic of all politicians. They can never say they're sorry. They can never admit a mistake. And that's where we need to see the WHO, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Gottlieb, all these people who really have shown us by their poor prognostic ability that they don't have any clothes. They are the proverbial emperor without any clothes. And Dr. Asqui, the, the warning, warning signs and the red flags of warning are being raised every day by Dr. Fauci and friends on all of the articles. Inside, you say that there are two over-the-counter um, supplements that would do enormous benefit to people across the country with minimal to no side effects for most people. What are those two things that most everyone should be taking? Uh, it's what I tell all my patients and have since March. There are two studies, one out of, Amer one out of the United States, one out of Israel, that show benefit to uh, higher dose vitamin D getting your vitamin D level over 50 uh, can markedly reduce by about 50% your risk of COVID. Uh, vitamin D is notoriously well tolerated with almost no side effects. So I typically tell my patients to take anywhere from two to 5,000 IU of vitamin D3 a day. Uh, the Israeli study was interesting, but it showed benefit using uh, uh, drops of vitamin D as opposed to tablets. The second is zinc typical side effect for some very few people are is GI upset but 50 uh, milligrams of chelated zinc also over-the-counter easily okay. available has also been shown to be effective. so d3 and zinc now the rubber, the, wait 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 one second the rubber is getting ready to really hit the road now because back in April back in April 2020 we had Pharaoh said that on. We have Pharaoh said that on. And you know, I played that because some American black people and some black people, they only can hear it from Caucasians, Euro-Americans, Europeans, Caucasians. You can only hear it from Caucasians. So I played that part, but back in April, that's why you need to be listening to hashtag and watching hashtag TFR Podcast Live, the film review, movies, music, culture, politics, society, podcast, because not only do we review movies and music that reflect what's happening in the culture and the politics in the society, but we deal with culture and politics that affect our society today. And we talked about COVID-19, novel coronavirus back in April, and we had self-help people come on and Pharaoh said that came on on April 20th and we're getting ready to play it. You need to go back and listen to our shows. Our shows 
Episodes 104 to 110, we talk about coronavirus to nauseam. This particular episode is episode 108, right? Then from episodes 121 to 134, we talk about the herd immunity and everything. And we show you films. Matter of fact, the one through one, uh, the, the, where is it? The 104 to 110, we showed you movies that help you survive a pandemic. The movies to watch, to pick up ideas. And then we had experts on. My sister was on. On episode 110 when we showed you about the breeding farms. And we talked about how to keep food fresh beyond its expiration date for this time that we're in. Do you understand? We have been kicking this to you. And so I started and I showed you Caucasians, Euros, Europeans first, because some of you do not want to hear it from black people. So, but back on April 20th, back in April 20th, uh, April 20th, 2020, we had Pharaoh said that on, and this is exactly, he says exactly what the doctor says, but he gives more context as someone who has been a practicing vegan for over, for over 40 some years, right? Let me back this up so you get the full play of it, right? Before you go to that video. Okay, wait a minute, okay. Go ahead. Um, that vitamin D3 thing, uh, what American blacks need to know, black people in general need to know, is that vitamin D is a necessity for us for several different reasons. It, vitamin D3 in your diet on a regular basis will keep you immune from most things. Now, that doctor said two to 5,000. Maybe they don't, if, if, he's, if he's basing his facts um, mostly on the Caucasian, then maybe they don't need it as much. We need it because we don't get enough sun. We do a lot of stuff indoors now. We need the sun. Not only is the sun uh, needed for us, um, our body wise, it's also needed for us mental wise. It has something to do with the spiritual thing as well, vitamin D. So since we don't get enough sun, the vitamin D replaces what we don't get from the sun. I tell, I have been taking 10,000 uh, units of that for two years prior to this situation and then once the COVID thing hit D and, and his wife started suggesting that I add zinc and a few other things to it man and when I did contract it I think I might have had symptoms for 10 days and that boy was gone it was gone see the symptoms leave Right, if you do so, listen to what Pharaoh must. Pharaoh, Pharaoh said that, said that <laughs> over how many months is that? April, May, June, July, August, September, October. Where October? That is seven months ago. We were on it. You need to subscribe to the Film Review Live channel. We bring it to you entertaining, but we drop facts because you have to have facts to build your mind state to be able to live 
and to survive, to live. Let's continue with this. Farrell said that. This is what he said. Easy okay. available has also been shown to be effective. So D3 and zinc. The coronavirus is the front, okay? There are three coronaviruses out here. One of them is a bioweapon. It's a mixture of MERS, SARS, and HIV. And an Asian lady stole from the United States and took to China to their bio lab in Wuhan, where they were experimenting and shooting up bats with this, and the bats got out of the plate, and later some Asians caught the bat, and they ended up in the Wuhan market. And they don't know how many different strains of these viruses got out, but they do know the main one, the COVID-19, the weapon, they know that your chance of surviving if you get that one, it's not good. And they can't tell this to the public. So please, black people, stay in the house, keep your face covered, wash your hands, gargle with warm salt water from sea salt, and rinse your mouth out with warm water, and sometimes take some warm sea salt and, you know, rinse your nose out with warm water. Because this is a bioweapon. This is a weapon designed for you not to know you have it for two weeks, and by that time you pass it to the enemy, and when you look up and find out you got it, everybody has. This is a very serious situation. Even Donald Trump didn't know this because this was covert action. You see what he said now? We're getting ready to get to the zinc, right? And get to the vitamin D. But he said to use warm water. We usually boil in, in a pot. We boil water. We went into like there's little bubbles at the bottom that gets it warm enough. Drop some sea salt in it, stir it around, and gargle, right? Gargle. Matter of fact, he has a pamphlet out called Vegan. It's called The Easiest Way to Become a Vegan. He has that out. You can go to Farrell Said That and order his pamphlet, right? But, so you put it in the water. We usually use like a maybe a third of the cup or maybe half, depending on if you've been out. If we go out, we will definitely come back and gargle instantly. And we have the Navage. It goes in and cleans out your olfactory and drops all kinds of mucus into the container. It looks like a spaceship with two nozzles to go on your nose, right? This works. Have you ever seen that Navage commercial? That works. That and gargling clears all of that out. You will have the mucus coming out easily. He, he told this and we followed this all through this process. We are going into the fall and the winter. So we are bringing this information to you back again because sometimes people don't listen because the media is not kicking it to you. We asked the question on our episodes, if it's so million, million, so many million people who have caught it, how many people are cured from it? Because the, the million keeps going up, but only a small percentage of people are or have died and it's on track right. to be what they said it was going to be in april the media lies to you the world health organization lies our opinion our observation just from looking at it so let's continue on with what else feral Munch said way back april 20th 2020 Hmm. Nobody knew she stole it until it leaked in China. And that's when they realized, where did they get this from? Oh, they stole it. And so this is very serious. This is a, a man-made error. This is an error. This is a breach of containment. 
Mm. So take this serious. So do not play. Take this serious. Take your vitamins. Take your zinc. Get you some tonic water. Get some Sweeps tonic water. Sweeps tonic. And if tonic. you do get sick, you don't have to take sick yet. Got to get Sweeps tonic water. It's got quinine in it, and quinine is a certain chemical that will help your body absorb the zinc when the COVID nineteen tries to shut your body up. It's a way. See the. We do this, so uh, we know that it works. Take the zinc tablet and you drink the quinine. I call it quinine water, but it's just like what he des described, right? And you drink that down and it helps open up the zinc and it goes through your bloodstream and it hits the places that it needs to hit, right? He describes this, that part is not on here, I'm gonna tell you. He describes COVID-19, it doesn't want, it, it does nothing on your hands, on your face, but when it gets to your nostrils, it's not gonna do nothing, but it wants to get into the cool area in the back where the mucus collects and is able to go down into your lungs. And when it goes down into your lungs, it, it activates and it hardens like cement. So you need these, you need to gargle salt water to bring up the mucus, use the navage or whatever you use to flush out your nasal passages to take the mucus out, especially when you come in. We're going into the fall and the winter. Share this and go back and watch our episodes because we bring the information that will help you live. We bring we brought this way back in April and people weren't listening or maybe they did listen. That's why everybody is acting like it's herd immunity now. Maybe they go right home and start goggling and everything and uh, use the navage and taking the zinc and the uh, vitamin D. And he also talks about hydrochloroquine that they outlawed, but the doctors all see when we when we first got this information from him, we went out and we noticed that all the Caucasians had bought all of this stuff. They had bought it all. And we had to go around to different places and we had to find it piecemeal, bit by bit in different places where it hadn't ran out because they knew this information, but they didn't give it to you. But we had it way back in April and gave it to you. American black people, black people around the globe, we gave it to you and did you listen? Oh, it, when, it, when it gets on your hand and it gets on your face, it can't do nothing. When it gets in your nose, it can't do nothing. It's trying to work its way to your lung. It doesn't activate till it gets to your lung. So the key is to keep it out your nose, keep it out your throat, goggle with out. Because if it gets to your lungs, it fills up your lungs like cement, and it cements itself in, so no zinc or nothing can get in there to help you. But this, if you get this stress tonic water, this will help the zinc get into your lungs to kill some of the virus, so that your antibodies, that your immune system can uh, react and start to save you. There's a doctor doing this, he ever lost one patient. But he's not using quinine, he's using that other pill, that the, the pill they use for um, malaria. But the doctors have stolen all of those. So you're not going to be able to ask a $20 treatment could save everybody's life, but they're not telling you that. Mm. Five pills for five days could save everybody. Mm. It's like, well, really 15 pills, three different pills you take five times, five days, and it could save everybody. But they're not telling everybody that, so I'm telling you all. Go to the store, get you some zinc, get you some, get you some sweats, tonic. Heels, five 
five, uh, five of the pills, five of the hydrochloroquine pills, five days could save everyone. And there are do were doctors then that were doing it for people. And the media, as soon as Trump mentioned it, the media committed sideways on the American people because Donald Trump mentioned it. But we had it way back in April, baby. And you just needed to listen to the film review. TFR Podcast Live. We're on all of your favorite podcast providers. Matter of fact, hashtag observations TFR is on all your favorite podcast providers. We talk about Spotify, but we're on Apple. We're on all the others. We're on them. We talk about iHeartRadio for the film review, but we're on all of them. Your choice, you can listen. You're on the go, you can listen. You don't have time to watch, you can listen with your earbuds in. With your cordless Apple earbuds in, you can listen. Let's continue, let's continue, because there is more. It's gonna say quinine, contains quinine, and just put those up, don't use them. Somebody gets a little sick, have them drink that water and take that thing, and you'll pull through. But you have to give your body something to fight with, and all of the medicine is in plants, y'all. All the medicine is in plants. And I'm going to tell y'all something. These governments have been feeding us meat, and these governments from 1920, 1965 to 2000. In 2000, when they found out about SARS, they found out it came from the Himalaya civic cat over there in over there in Asia, where they was eating that cat, and that's where they got SARS from. So these governments realized that meat was giving us virus. Well, guess what they did, y'all? Did they tell us to get off meat? No. They went and took the viruses and made weapons. They made weapons from the viruses that in our meat and made the weapons even stronger. You would think they would have told us, hey, these coronaviruses are in animals. No, they didn't tell us anything. They went and made weapons out of it. Think about that, y'all. And finally... I can't hear you. They're breaking you up really bad. I can't hear you, D. Let me back. Let me back up so that uh, you won't see their faces because we want to see our faces, right? So we come on on 5:30, 5:30 on Sundays Pacific time, 8:30 p.m. Eastern time. The film review, movies, music, culture, politics, society podcast. Or so just go to Google and hashtag TFR Podcast Live and all the episodes will come up. We told you what episodes to watch. Now, how do you know that what he says is true about viruses, coronavirus coming from animals? How do you know that that is true? How do you know? Because I don't know how many people, you know, I think a lot of times people have never read the Bible. You know, they have never read the Bible. And many people discourage you from reading the Bible because they say, oh, this person couldn't have lived during this time. This couldn't have happened because there's no historic record of this person being here, etc. Et 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 but 
you look at it. These are, you know, you got the old timers, right? That can tell you a lot of knowledge. Then you got the ancient timers that tell you knowledge from back then, which is now. If you would, Tanya, you see, this is my Bible, right? And you see, if you see my Bible, I, I, it's marked up. It, it's, you know, I, I stay in it. I don't, I don't wear it on my sleeve, but if you go through, you see, I got it marked up. I got it. If you would, if you would turn to Leviticus real quick. Leviticus chapter 11, starting at 1. Leviticus chapter 11, starting at 1. It tells you right here in the book. And how do you know if it's true or not? You apply it to what's happening today. Leviticus chapter 11, starting at 1. It's chapter 11, 1 through 23. Verses 1 through 23. How do you know that what is in the book is true? You apply it to life. I don't get into the discussions about was on the cross, wasn't on the cross. I deal with does the explanation of what to do and what not to do, if you apply it, does it keep you safe? So let's go through Leviticus real quick. See, he's kicking to you about animals. Now, in this book, it tells you what animals to eat and what not to eat. So let's compare and let's let's look and listen to the animals that they tell you not to eat and see if they were eating those animals in China. Let's let's go through this. You just went out. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Let me bring you up. There we go. Let's see if they were eating those animals in China. Let's go through Leviticus. Let's go. Uh, chapter, uh, verse 1, chapter 1. Let's go. All right. So... And the Lord spake unto Moses and to Aaron, saying unto them, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, These are the beasts which ye shall eat among all the beasts that are on the earth. Whatsoever parteth the hoof, and is cloven-footed, and cheweth the cud, among those beasts, among the beasts that shall ye eat. Nevertheless, these shall ye not eat of them that chew the cud. Or of them that divide the hoof as the camel, because he cheweth the cud, but divideth not the hoof. Okay, he is pause, unclean pause, unto pause you. Pause for a minute. Pause for a minute. Did you see the guy who filmed? He had a big oven and he had chopped the head off the camel and skinned the camel and he had put the camel in there. He's going to pick up, in my opinion, my observation, some kind of disease because when you go through Leviticus, Chapter 11, 1 through 23, it tells you in the animals that have come up, the animals that have come up in Leviticus still caused SARS and caused coronavirus today. That's how you know if it's true or not. He's going to pick up some kind of thing. Do not eat a camel. It's one of the nastiest looking things to see somebody cooking up a camel talking about eating it. Continue on. All right. It says, I got so many windows open. Okay. So, and the coney, because he cheweth the cud, but divideth not the hoof. 
He is unclean unto you. We need to look up what Coney is. And the hair. Because he cheweth the cud, but divideth not the hoof. He is unclean to you. Isn't a hare a rabbit? That's right. The hare is a rabbit and people will be eating rabbit. Anything that is soft, paw, tigers is going to come up and you're going to talk about tigers and cats. What did they say? What did, what did Pharaoh said that say that czars came from, came from a Himalayan cat that they were eating? They were eating cat. You're not supposed to eat soft, uh, soft paw animals. It's right there in the book. Did you ever crack it to read it? I read it when I was 12. That's when I when I heard, when I got older and figured out what pork was. Oh, we're coming there. When I found out what it was and then I heard the Nation of Islam saying don't eat pork or beef and try to, and how to eat the live. I said, that's right there in the Bible. I read that already. There is no division. Amongst American black people. Continue on. Continue on. Uh, by the way, a coney is a a guinea pig relative to the rabbit. So it has ears like a rabbit, but it's a classified as a guinea pig. That's right. All and right. They, they, if you, when you look at these things, they, 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 they're in the desert, right? And they look like guinea pigs. That's what they look like. You're not supposed to eat a guinea pig. You're not supposed to eat a rat, cat, or a dog. They soft hawk. Continue on, continue on. Okay, so we know we don't eat rabbit either. And the swine, though he divide the hoof and be cloven-footed, yet he cheweth not the cud. He is unclean. He is You don't chew the cud. The, 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 the swine, for those who don't know, is the pig. Definitely not. Don't eat the wild boar because people do do that too. But the swine is the pig. You're not supposed to do that. Do you ever notice the people who be eating that? Like they, their skin gets like kind of blackish right here along their, along their chin and up there around their temple because they're eating it. That checkknife worm is eating you alive. You got high blood pressure. You got all kinds of things and you're washing it down with sugar and Kool-Aid and sugary drinks and you're smoking too. And <laughs> That's another show for another time. Continue on. This is in your Bible. All you have to do is read it and you will see what's going on. How do you know if it's true? Does it apply to what's happening in your life in the world, in the society today? Go ahead. Of their flesh ye shall not eat, and their carcass shall ye not touch. They are unclean to you. These shall ye eat of all that are in the waters. Whatsoever hath fins and scales in the waters, in the seas, and in the rivers, them shall ye eat. And all that have not fins and scales in the seas and in the rivers, of all that move in the waters, and of any living thing which is in the waters, they shall be an abomination. Not only shouldn't you eat them, they're an abomination so, so, unto so you. So it goes now, on to tell you. Wait, wait, so it goes on to tell you. So the fans are. So that pretty much tells you. That's pretty much letting you know that it's a fish that you're supposed to eat. Shark don't have fins. Don't have scales. They got fins, but they don't have scales. Hmm. What do you think about that? But the the bottom feeders, the 
as people in the South, scrimp and scrampies, shrimp and scampies, uh, crawfish, lobster, squid, etc., etc. You're not supposed to eat. They are an abomination to you. It's right there in the book, baby. All you got to do is read it. Go ahead, continue on. And here's another interesting point. It just came to me just that quick. The, look at the scripture. It says seas and rivers. Um, more than likely, your your other uh, things without fins and, and scales, those, those scavengers, they come out of oceans. And when I looked up oceans, uh, well, I looked up seas and rivers. Seas and rivers uh, house that which is sustaining to humans. Oceans do not. That's even further proof there. That's that's some quick um, cross reference in there. Um, and all that have not defense. I read that part. So they shall even be an abomination unto you. Ye shall not eat of their flesh, but ye shall have their carcasses in abomination. Whatsoever hath no fins nor scales in the waters, that shall be an abomination unto you. And these are they which ye have in abomination among the fowls. They shall not be eaten. They are an abomination. The eagle and the ossifrage and the osprey. And the vulture and the kite after his kind. Every raven after his kind. And the owl and the nighthawk and the cuckoo and the hawk after his kind. And the little owl and the comorant and the great owl and the swan and the pelican and the gear eagle and the stork the heron after his kind and the lapwing and the bat now the lapwing i think is a type of bat the lapwing is a type of bat didn't we see some people over in uh some of those countries eating bats continue on continue on go go through the bat and the pigeon are of the same kind continue all fowls that creep upon all four shall be abomination unto you. Yet these may ye eat of every flying creeping thing that goeth upon all four, which have legs above their feet to leap withal upon the earth. Even these of them ye may eat. The locust after his kind okay, and the bald locust. Now, let's pause for a minute. The locusts, people. Remember when they said they had the locust outbreak and they were eating up the thing? You eat the locusts, you get the protein. We told you that. Who oh, did you hear here first? You didn't read it in the Bible. You didn't know, but yes. But let's go back to the bat. The bat and the pigeon are of the same kind. What were they eating over there in uh over in Wuhan? They were eating the bat. The bat is an abomination to you. How do you know that is true? We've got coronavirus. Where does coronavirus come from? Animals that you should not eat. Did you see the video where the, the Asian woman was eating the turtle? It was dead. She was eating the head and the legs and it was still in the shell. That is a bottom feeder. That is at the bottom of the water. You are not supposed to eat that. You, they're eating it. That is an abomination. How do you know it's true? You need to open up your Bible to Leviticus. Leviticus is the law. Leviticus is the law of God. Jesus did not come to destroy, but he came to fulfill. 
You need to know the Old Testament like you know your New Testament. And the reason why probably the preachers, my opinion, just my observation, I teach you because you'll say, wait a minute, preacher, how are we doing this when God Jesus didn't come to destroy, he came to fulfill. And he said he came to fulfill the, the words, the scripture, and, and, and but we're, we're doing this, we're sitting up there and we're eating pork beef, we're doing all that, we're eating scrimp and scrampy and, and all kinds of things at the bottom of the sea. It is an abomination. The bat is an abomination. The bat is what caused coronavirus, COVID-19. It's time for you to get off the hamster wheel. It's time for you to share what we're putting down here because we're going to bring it to you uncut. We're going to bring it to you uncut raw. We're going to bring it to you. If you have never read your Bible, you are. this is your instructional book. If you have never read your Quran in the Torah, that's what this is, the first five books of the Bible. Then there's the New Testament. The Torah is the same thing. So you need to get there. You need to read your book. You need to know what's going on. You need to know what you should be eating, what you shouldn't be eating, so that you can be healthy through this because the abomination of desolation. Have you ever read that in the Bible? We've got a year and a half. We've got a, two years left in this two years left in this and are you going to be moving around freely learning how to avoid the virus or are you going to succumb to it do you know what you need to be doing wow we've got three minutes left uh you got 150 here we go close out uh, this information is absolutely invaluable as well as everything else that we've given you. It's imperative. I mean, you really don't have a choice but to go into this and be more investigative for your life and the life of your your uh, your people that's coming along after you. You know, one of the reasons why I don't take prescribed medication is because, and let me preface this by saying, I am not a doctor. And so the views and opinions expressed on this broadcast are uh, strictly that there are views and our opinions uh, often derived from our experience all right so it's been my experience i canceled out all um prescribed medications for the things that i had been diagnosed with because i wanted to have the freedoms to be able to experiment with herbal medicine um holistic medicine and things like that homeopathic remedies which are all natural and what god gave us is from the resources of what god gave us on earth our bodies are actually designed to heal themselves when we put the things in them that god created for us to put in them so i canceled out prescribed medicine because it was going to interfere with me being able to do that consequently a lot of my ailments have been completely reversed there are those that are in a reversing process and so that has been my personal experience understand there's more money and you being sick there's more money if you being sick rather than well it's more money than us for us being in war rather than in peace it's more money involved so Take care of yourselves. We're going to have to be 100 if we're going to fight, continue to fight for what we deserve. Oh, boy. Listen, people. I'm going to wear that on my sleeve. 
you know, because, you know, live and let live. That's what I say. You know, whatever floats your boat or may sink your ship. But go back, share this, tag your people in it. Information that we gave all the way through the memes all the way up to now, invaluable. Go back, watch all of the episodes, the film review, all of our episodes, observations. Go to your favorite podcast provider and listen. This has been another great jam-filled pack episode of Hashtag Observations TFR by Crazy D with my special guest host, my sister Tanya, and we will see you again tomorrow. Here's the thing about your movie, why I made the curator's pick of the Hollywood French Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.